Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now the first scripture I read a while ago says the anointing breaks the yoke. I want to show you something because we've always, we want the yoke broke. So we want to be anointed. That was one of my goals. I want to be anointed. I want to be, when I speak, I want it to be anointed. You can either be anointed or annoying. And I want, to be, want it to be anointed. So that's what, we, what I would pursue. Was I want to be anointed. But I never really understood stood it. I'm going to try and make this real plain. Explain the anointing. In Isaiah 61, verse 1, the scripture says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. Anointed means to furnish what is needed in there. It means to smear and rub with oil. Well, the Holy Ghost is described in the Bible as oil. That's one of the things that's used to represent the Holy Ghost is oil. The five virgins, or the ten virgins, five of them run out of oil. They run out of the Holy Ghost. They run out of the Holy Ghost. In other words, they had been slack and let the Holy Ghost go. Acts 10, 38 says, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. You hear that? God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is described as all, remember. John 16, 13 says, The Spirit of truth will guide you into all truth. The Spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26 says, The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things. And then I found a verse that I didn't even know was in the Bible. And that's 1 John 2, 27. Did you see this one? 1 John 2, 27. Remember I just said the spirit of truth will teach, guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. The anointing which you have received of him abides in you, which means he lives in you. The anointing is alive. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teach you all things and is truth. 
That's the same description for the Holy Ghost. The description of the anointing is the same description for the Holy Ghost. So to be anointed when you preach, you've got to be led by the Holy Ghost. God made it simple. He made it real simple. We've always heard Apostle Eileen say, you got to pray. You got to pray. You got to pray. You got to pray more than you study. Well, I'm a teacher. I want to study. But you got to pray more than you study. Because praying, you can study and study and study, and that's good. But praying hooks you up with the Holy Ghost, which is the anointing. Which when the Holy Ghost flows, it's anointed. You what? He put his word in your mouth. That's one, that's one of the things I got up here. Because it does, it says that we have to release his word. Because he tells us that God tells us that his word will not return to him void. So I, I saw a cycle. When I was looking at this, it's a cycle of victory, a cycle of the yoke being broken. And what it is, is we pray. We pray. God speaks. It comes into my spirit. And then somebody fills my, his mouth with his word. It comes into my spirit. It comes up and, to, and fills my mouth. I release it. It goes out of my mouth through my circumstance back to God. And when it goes through my circumstance, because it is an anointed word from God, and it goes through that circumstance, it destroys it, because the Bible says it returns to God. It will return complete. Mission accomplished. So when I release it, it goes out, goes through that circumstance, and returns back to God complete. Mission accomplished. That's why it's so important to speak what God says. Only what he says. And that's why this morning, that's why this was so, I, this was, it was prophetic for what I was going to teach even because we have to be free enough to let those words release. It doesn't do we can think what God said all day long. God can speak to me and I can run it around in my head and just say, yes, God said, said that. Yes, God, you said that. But until I release it out, it doesn't do any good. It doesn't do anything. The Bible tells us that the devil is the prince in power of the air. Where, where do words travel? They travel through the air. Did you know that words, it's interesting, words travel through the wall. 
Jesus is the Word. Word, Brother Ernie heard us in here, out there. There is no barrier to words. Think about that. They say the word that you, that's been spoken, if you could go far enough out into space and catch up with it, you could hear it again because it is still going. Because those waves are still doing this. There is no barrier to the word. That's why when we, we prayed in here one day, been years ago, Apostle and some of our people were in Africa, 100 plus degree weather, no air conditioner. There was a group of us sat right here on the floor and prayed for rain. And I thought it may have been their drought season, I'm not sure, but it rained where they were at and dropped the temperature. There is no distance when a word is released. That's, that's what's amazing. There's no time involved in it. We prayed, and then they, we were, did they not call us back and say it's raining, temperature is dropping? See, we watched the temperature drop while we were praying. Hallelujah. Just think, think about this. Words are so important. Jesus is described as the Word. God sent His Son, the Word. He released His Word onto the earth. Tell me that's not powerful. He released His Word onto the earth. His Word accomplished its purpose and returned back. Its purpose was to make a way for us to have the Holy Ghost. It did not return void. Amen. It does. It gives us the power to pull the words of the enemy out of the atmosphere. So that's why that's why this was so important this morning, and, I, and, and the participation level was. I was, it was fantastic. I thank y'all for being willing to just press it because it is so powerful. The enemy wants to steal our voice. Any way he can, he will steal it. But it is so powerful. That's why we, we came into this ministry and the first thing Apostle Eileen would tell us was, Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I probably heard that a hundred times. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice every prayer day. She was, she was a soldier that was persistent. Lift your voice. 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 And the reason she had to was because we wasn't lifting our voice. We, we understood silent prayer. So... Yeah, that's, that was it. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. So, 
So we got to flow with the Holy Ghost. And it requires getting out of our comfort zone. <laughs> hey, it requires getting out of your comfort zone. And I, I know it because I've, I've had to get out of mine, so that is one of my favorite things to do now is to get somebody out of theirs. I, I'm, and it's not because I'm, I'm mean. <laughs> it's because I know what it did for me. I could go to a ball game and could not cheer for the team that I was there to represent. Everybody else standing up, woohoo! Uh, that they can, they can. There's what the enemy would tell me was: there's enough of them shouting; they can't hear you anyway. You see, God. God God told me at the first of the year this was this this was the year of divine encounters. That's that's what's happening right now. <laughs> 